right, Colin, well, thanks so much for coming on the show for my micro session. Uh, been a long time in the works and I'll throw as normal straight over to you. Tell me a little bit more about what you do, mate. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm the CRO and co-founder over at SalesCast. Uh, I've founded four different companies. This is the first time that I'm doing something that I absolutely love. And what we do is we work with folks in the B2B podcasting space, helping them drive revenue through their show in many different ways. Yeah, and that that is only going to grow and grow um, as we know. And that's obviously how I came to some of your stuff and I was really taken with some of your content. And as, as weighty as that is, what do you think the biggest thing you've learned on the journey to get you there? Biggest thing that I've learned is, so I used to think of podcasting as more of like a marketing brand awareness, which is the way that a lot of people still think about it today. And then an interesting thing happened. So the first time I went on a podcast, I had a great experience and that was with my co-founder, Chris, on his show. And then naturally the next thing was I wanted to start a show and I asked him to help me with that. And that's kind of the origin story of SalesCast. And then from there, um, some things happened and we went on a crazy frequency of doing a lot of content in a short period of time. And we built out process. And I, I was starting to use podcasting as a sales tool. I was using it to open doors and to build relationships in a um, unified communications company that I had, but it wasn't really working um, because in that space, it's a very transactional product and it's a very crowded space and it wasn't working in the way that I thought. And then I got asked on a podcast for the second time and I thought I was a big shot by then, you know, going on my second podcast and it was the worst experience ever. Um, I went on the show. It was a short show. Um, <clears throat> the guy gave me the questions through like the Zoom chat. He wanted me to like reply with my answers. Um, and then <clears throat> he didn't like some of my answers. So he wanted me to change them a little bit. And I'm like, I don't, you know, still okay. kind of new to podcasting. I don't know. Maybe this guy knows something. I don't know. And so I just went there and said, hey, it's his show. Um, you know, he didn't change it too much. But uh, and so then we did the show. <clears throat> And as soon as we stopped recording, he tried to sell me some high ticket package on how to start a podcast and already had a podcast. And so I was, I was pissed off. I'm like, this guy only asked me on his show because he wanted to sell me something. And I told, I called Chris. I'm like, ah, you'll never believe what happened. You know, this guy, um, you know, did this, told him the story. And then I was in the shower where I get all my best ideas. Uh, I've got four kids, so like the shower is the only quiet space that or, you know, there's only two places that I go to get some privacy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I do my best thinking in the shower. So anyway, and I was like, you know what? It's actually a great idea. It was just horrible, horrible execution. You know, a podcast is a great way to open doors, to build relationships, to you know, everybody tells you, you got to add value to your prospects, right? And it's like, sellers are confused or like, I don't know what to do. Am I going to send them an ebook or some stupid case study they don't care about? Like, yeah. what, what do you mean add value? <laughs> you know, I'm trying yeah, to sell yeah, something, yeah. you know? And, but if you bring somebody on, you highlight them, you lift them up, you let them talk about themselves. Um, I mean, in sales, it's all about building relationships, right? And people, people remember a little bit about what you do. Remember maybe a little bit about what you say, but they never forget how you make them feel. And so you invite them on the show and you really focus on the guest experience. Um, 
And simultaneously, what started to happen is I was trying to still build these relationships to sell this SaaS product. People kept asking me, hey, I want to start a show. Can you help me? And we started to realize that we had something. And so now we work with folks, helping them drive revenue through their show. And, you know, there's definitely, you know, turning your guests into clients is one revenue stream. There's, you know, a few others. Um, my show in particular, um, which is a sales focused show, I have, you know, three different revenue streams for my show. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that the key drivers behind how you can now help people with building podcasts and what you've built at Salescast is um, the bad experience that you had and how you could do it better to help others, right? Exactly. And show them how to do it right. Right. And people get a little bit weird about it sometimes because they're like, oh, you know, I don't want to ask people on and then feel like I want to sell them something. But it, it just happens naturally and organically if you really focus on the guest experience. Like, you know, if you go, if somebody comes on your show and, you know, you do some research about them before and you ask good questions and you show that you're curious and you listen, they're naturally curious about you if they had a good experience. Now, if they're not, then they probably didn't have a good experience and there was probably no chance you're going to do business uh, together anyway. So, uh, and it doesn't happen in every scenario. And there's some things that you can do to stay top of mind and add value in a meaningful way. But here's the other thing. I mean, then you give them a piece of the content, right? So the interview is like step two of the process, but then you give them a piece of content that lifts them up and that they're proud to share again that emotional thing, right? Making them feel good. Um, then it strengthens the relationship. And here's another interesting thing. For whatever reason, and I don't know why, people in a lot of cases get super personal on podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's, yep. you know, an interview on a media outlet, forget it. It's all scripted BS. <laughs> yep. like, but people are more vulnerable and authentic just, you know, two normal people having a conversation. Um, and that creates more of a bond with your prospect, right? And so there's so many things that happen where you build real relationships based on value from day one with these people. And if you're targeting the right people, you know, if you're not half bad at selling whatever you sell, you're gonna win some business in the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess the biggest thing from here would be to identify, given that all of the weight of who you can help, who do you think you can help the most? So my big dream is everybody in sales should have a show. There's a lot of people that would disagree with that. Yep. I'm not saying you're going to be on the top charts. I'm not saying, you know, but there's so many things that I just talked about as far as building relationships and opening doors, but I haven't even touched on all of the skills that you master as yep. a host that are transferable over into your sales role of running better discovery, of being more curious, of asking better questions, of connecting with your prospects. So there's so many benefits of being a practitioner of a podcast uh, as a podcast host that will make you a better seller. And I do believe that there is gonna be a time, I don't know, maybe five, 10 years, we're gonna be in a place where like, if you as a company don't have a podcast, that would be like today not having a website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree so more. Who, yeah. So, I mean, who we can help most is basically anybody who wants to get into podcasting, whether that's guesting on shows is a comfortable place to start or starting your own show. If you have budget, if you don't have budget, doesn't matter. There's a place for you. 
Um, we have our free podcast community where people are welcome to join. If you don't have budget, there's tons of tools and resources and things to help you get started there. If you do, and you're looking to hand, you know, all of that over to somebody like us, we're happy to help you as well. Awesome, Colin. Well, thank you so much for your time on my micro session today. If people want to get in touch with you because they've been absolutely encapsulated from what you've said, how do they do that? Best place to go would just be to go to salescast.community, check out the community and connect with me there. Awesome. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you. The 65% completion. Mm -hmm. If you do a 10 minute interview or let or 10 minute episode or less, that's going to get the 90 plus percent completion and the podcast platforms want to see that those, those, that content will also perform well on YouTube. Anything beyond 10 minutes does not do well on YouTube. Um, unless you have a big following there, but the other thing is, is even with those shorter ones too, what we see is they they're packed with a lot usually. Yep. So people will listen to them and then they'll go back and listen to it again. So they'll listen to it twice in one sitting. Hmm. Do you think, so this is my thought on what you've said as well about it. It's crazy that um, we're going to get to a stage where it's, if a company doesn't have a podcast, that's one thing, right? But what I see is the B2B role for the person doing national business development or whatever that seat is called in what country yeah. you live, yeah. they have to be able to do this. So if they don't do this, they can't get to the people that they need to get to that are ungettable. So that's what I also see within that five years. Um, because if they don't have the skills to do this right now, they shouldn't be in the seat in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if they can't create, if they can't show 80 or 90 say yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I guess the same pitch that I had, as I said, it after hearing Johnny's show at the start of 2016 and people told me I was crazy because I saw, I thought, what what would be the easiest less like frictionless path for them to say yes to having a conversation we have like 330 okay. plus podcasters in there okay most of them are sales business entrepreneurship marketing shows so revenue humans yeah um, and all kinds of cool stuff uh, review swaps podcast swaps promotion swaps um, we have a fancy software to connect people so if you have similar interests whatever it'll match you and then it'll set up a call for you guys to meet each other um so yeah lots of cool stuff ryan obviously asked ryan rossart is cold calling did and um <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah that's his that's his inside joke with yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah with us uh i have a live cold calling show like him yeah yeah, so yeah yeah he actually inspired me to do it so yeah um i um, do it i do it weekly um and yeah, he's, he's awesome. I like Ryan a lot. Yeah. What we should do is take that further and do like Australia versus um, America. Oh uh, yeah. 